Warning, this episode contains strong sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 7, Where Dragons Lay. What is Ray doing at the moment? Ray is kind of uh, just walking quietly with with Taz. And looking for an armorsmith? Or... Yeah, with her. Okay. Uh, you, see, you see a few guys. Um, and some women out. They're, you know, doing their blacksmithing thing, pounding metal against anvils, and, you know, they're almost making a rhythmic sound, but every once in a while the timing will just go off, and, uh, you know, or, or the, someone will start going faster than the other. It's, it's a bunch of noise, but it, it's an almost pleasant noise. Uh, if you want to find... A very good one. You can roll me on investigation. Both of us? Oh, uh, you can sorry. roll us with an advantage. I can help you. Yeah. And, and I'm in a good blacksmith. I just forgot to put that noun in. Uh, what's your investigation bonus? Because mine's not very good. Uh, mine is not as good as yours, I promise. It's a zero. Okay. Then I will roll. Nat 20! Uh, yeah, that's there not you 20. Go. You did not have to worry at all. Uh, immediately your eye is attracted to a dwarf. Out of all these, he, this is the only dwarf that's there. And, um... They seem to be pounding the metal the hardest, flexing their muscles the most. Uh, she is glorious and sparkling, and her hair is tied back in the cutest bun. You know, where I come from, there are actually not a lot of dwarves. Oh. Actually, it's, it's kind of rare to see one in Swordfall as well. Well... Dwarves are supposed to be some of the best honestness in the world. And, um, she doesn't stop when you approach. She's actually really busy working on what looks maybe it's either a very large dagger or maybe a kitchen knife. It's hard to tell at this stage. Taz, what are you trying to get? I would like to upgrade my armor. And suddenly the anvil stops. A look of glee comes over this woman's face. Armor? Yes. Oh, I think I can do with the armor. Wonderful. Um, I'm looking to upgrade this set of leather armor that I have uh, to... Um, studded leather, if you can do that. 
she gives you the oh please look and she's like yes i i think i can do with the uh, leather armor with the studs that's that is that's his child lovely and how much will that cost me uh she starts calculating in her head as the DM actually looks it up in the player's handbook, what the difference actually is, and so I can give you a proper price. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm just looking up stuff. Uh, she is going to say, um, well, if you want your leather studded it will take me some time so you have to pay for the time uh so, um maybe half a day when i i get to it so i i will start it in, in a few hours and you can uh pick it up tonight sound good yes that sounds perfectly all right how much uh with services, um, and since you already provide a nice leather armor, I will charge you, um, how does, uh, how does 35 sound? Done. She kind of blinks for a moment, and she's like, okay, it is a deal. But I expect the best. Oh, you have come to Hilga. Hilga only gives the best. I'm glad to hear it, and I hand over the gold. Yep, and she, uh, she's looking super happy about working on armor. Uh, you, you notice that behind her, there's a lot of kitchen knives. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's... That can't be fun to work on. <laughs> no, no, apparently she is the best kitchen knife maker in the town. Or city, I should say. Everybody wants some of Hilga's knives, apparently. Uh, yeah, so she takes your uh, leather armor and uh, looks at the chunk of metal that she was working on and just kind of like sets it aside. And she starts working on it straight away instead of just, you know, in an hour or two. When should I be back for it? Uh, she is so into working, she, like, she doesn't mean to be rude and ignore you, but, like, you can just tell by the joy in her face that... <laughs> I guess I'll be back in a few hours, then. Uh, fully! Yeah, I, I'm looking around, and everybody left me unattended again, which is never a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And... I'm going to try to go find a flask of that stuff that Roscoe gave me in the bathhouse called alcohol, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Artisan District would have a, a street full of breweries. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm going to go into the closest one. I'm not picky. You don't <laughs> even have to go inside. They are having samples out on the street trying to attract people to give them. Uh, you are approached by... This lovely-looking human lady, uh, she's basically dressed up to be appealing to people. And uh, she looks at you, and uh, she gives you a smile, almost like she does this for everyone. And 
says, Hello there, would you like to try a sample? Yes, yes, I would. I'm an experienced drinker, so you're going to have to give me something special. And, um... She hands a drink to you? Like, in a little tiny cup? I down it. <laughs> Alright, give me a constitution saving throw. Ah. 23. <laughs> wow. You're keeping that one down. And uh, she goes about her business handing out more um, samples to other people. Uh, Tabby starts to look around for where everybody went to, noticing that she's been abandoned. <laughs> I thought everybody wanted to fish, but they did not. What did they get to? So when you start looking, it's pretty obvious to find Flea down in the brewery, on Brewery Street, because uh, he's really the only lizard man there. And, you know, he's off in the distance, and, you know, you just saw him take a shot of whatever. Flea, what have I told you about drinking from strangers? Well, I, I'm just experimenting. I've never really drank before. Don't worry, ma'am. Our drink is fully proofed and is checked and regulated. We promise no blind blindness, unlike Malone's Brewery, and she kind of sides eye like the neighbor. Well, they sound like more fun, and I go to <laughs> Malone's Brewery. Flee, flee, come back. You don't, you don't want to go blind. Blinding is not good. But come on, it's just a flask. I don't even know what that word means. No, it's too too much for you. Okay, and I'm gonna try to sleight of hand, pay her a gold piece and get a flask from her without Tabby noticing. Hey, roll it. Sixteen. Okay, so I would what roll perception? Is that higher than your passive perception? That's my question. Passive perception is a 17. Oh, you you would have seen that. Like, totally. And you have a keen eye, and, you know, even though Flea is sneaky, there's probably a reason why you look over him. Do you know that this is a child? You do not give this kind of alcohol to a child. Don't you have something lighter? And uh, she looks, she looks at Flea. I shrug. I didn't know he was... I'm I'm so sorry. And she looks very embarrassed and kind of puts on a show about it. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that this was a little child, you know. It's okay. Oh, he gets mistaken all the time. He's he's He looks older than he actually is. He's taller... Well, I'm not really familiar with lizard people. And, uh how they grow she kind of looks a little confused at like the words that are just kind of coming out of her mouth now she's like was that really the right thing to say you know you can make it up if you give us a couple of bottles of that for a couple of uh, copper pieces uh she looks side to side yeah just 
don't spread it around. Just don't tell anyone what happened. Uh, Tabby nods and again tilts her hat. Please don't do that. I'll just give it to you at home. Don't drink on the streets. What are you thinking? I just wanted to get free booze for you guys. I know. Don't, but you're too young. We we can we can we'll all drink together at home. Not not here on the street. I mean, my birthday's coming up pretty soon. I'm almost thirteen. And uh, someone just hears the word birth- birthday from like wherever, and you just hear this rupturous. Did someone say birthday? See, Tabby, these are my people. Dragadair, you're in the grips of a very lovely-looking dragon. And she is sparkling. Even as she starts to fall asleep, wrapped around you, with her uh, arm on top of you. You know, she's, she's not pressing down. She's not trying to squeeze you. She's just... She just wants to cuddle. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> well, I think at this point Krakatur's kind of like, you know, this has been nice and all, but uh I should probably get back to my friends. We got places to go. We got to go track down some evil bastard named Willis and start heading north. Uh and he's just going to try and sneak out of there. Okay, first you have to do an athletics to just move. Oh man, here we go, buddy. Here we go. Oh, that oh. twenty. Yes, Crackter is the man. You know, <laughs> maybe you tired her out because she seems you can seem to like move her a little bit easier than you thought you would be able to. Yeah, he he kind of like does like the soft lift and like the whole like. Try and like maybe slip something underneath. <laughs> yeah. And uh I guess now it's time for the sneaking proportion of this game. Well well hold on before he leaves. He okay. does get out a pet a pet. He does find something to write with and something to write on. And he writes down, it's been very lovely, but my friends are probably very concerned about me at this point. I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, um, Stu, you see um, Gregator leaving the loving embrace of his newfound lover. <laughs> and he is starting to write a letter. What's your reaction? Uh, perhaps it's better if you don't leave any kind of note. Let's 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 just go, shall we? Let's just, we we should we should we should make our way out uh, without making a noise. No, no, sh- it sh- it's okay. Be- it's all right. No, no, no. Uh, trust me. If she wants you again, she'll find you. Let's go. Come on. Let's 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 uh, leave through these stairs. Uh, right up there is the exit. See? Let's let's go. Yes, yes. Uh, and that's when Sue, you hear the trap doors starting to bunch uh. open a little. Oh no! Shit. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> screw, 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 screw yes. the Let's go. <laughs> and you guys start to hear some kind of singing happening from down below. It's um. Oh my god! It's a ritual sacrifice. 
Let's see how uh, is it in, is it in draconic? Oh yes, very much so. Uh, can I understand what it's saying, or is it is it unclear? Um, actually, it's talking about um how the queen has just performed love, and they will adorn the lover with flowers. Oh, never mind. I'm crawling back in there. <laughs> Wait, uh, I don't understand this yet. You uh. Uh, Krakatur, uh, Krakatur. Uh, they want to adorn you with flowers. We should leave before they, before they come in, because otherwise you're going to be stuck here for another several hours while they perform their ritual. Well, we should it introduce Lee to her little worshippers. No, no, no. He would it like them. It it won't hurt, but but it's going to take time. And I believe our friends are waiting for us. And and um, I don't need another clan to see me here with their queen. Let's move along. Let's move along. And Bye. the trapdoors start <laughs> opening, and the sound song gets louder, and it gets a little bit more elaborate of, you know, putting flowers on the lover's body, anointing him in oil, um, making sure the queen is happy. Yeah, it's it's all like very nice, but it's done with like little screechy voices, <laughs> and you know, it's it they're doing their. They're pouring their souls out into the song, and Stu, Stu runs up the stairs. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna follow. <laughs> and um, you guys aren't like sneaking out or anything. You're just running and bolting. Well, I mean, I'm trying to be as quiet as possible because I don't want to be detected. But uh, yeah. I'm not sure how stealthy that is gonna well, be. So you got two two choices because this is a long staircase. You can either try to stealth up, or you can just run and possibly wake up the dragon. Oh god. Uh, I'll try stealth. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna just try bolt and. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> what is stealth, right, guys? Yeah. What is what is love? What is love, Krakatur? Okay. Um, let's see if you leave the dragon's gaze. Oh no, she's like a plus 14. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Oh. Oh, oh no. And where where are you going, my love? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna throw up a new character now, guys. Someone asks, what is love? And she just screams, baby, don't hurt me! No more! No. Um, yeah, like, she looks, and she looks a little amazed that you, like, left her. And, uh, she starts running up the stairs after you guys. Oh, oh, uh, 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 uh. I can't explain. <laughs> uh, uh, my friends were getting concerned about me, as you could see earlier, and I'm, Flea was going to need to be tucked in with a little rubber ducky and everything, or else he was not going to be able to sleep all night, and Uncle Krakatoa would never hear the end of it. And she it's hard being a surrogate parent. She looks at you, and... Uh, give me a persuasion. Let's see if by some miracle you can. Fuck. No. No. 
holy crap, that wasn't bad. <laughs> that was a 13, but she's a little bit wiser than you are. <laughs> no. I will do it. I will do an insight against it. Oh man. You might have a chance here. I cry a little bit to give her disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with your your uh, Yeah, okay. I cry a little. <laughs> so that's the first one. What? Oh what the heck? I should probably not put two plus marks. Oh, no. That's the first one. Okay, but she has disadvantage. I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Here comes the second one. She rolled a one. Yes! Dice gods be praised! Uh, she... Uh, it shrinks back down to a human size. And she just gives you an embrace. I, I hug her back. And, and she whispers... You will make a good father at some point. <laughs> and she lets go. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, it's been fun. Perhaps another time I enjoyed myself, but I really must get going for my little nephew. <laughs> well, I will find you. Fortunately, my little friends will have to wait for their song later. And she she turns around, and you can see, like, about 40 kobolds, oh God. all dressed in, like, beautiful drag clothing. Um, and they, they're, like, holding, like, bouquets of flowers and, like, oils and, like, gold chains and stuff. And they all look so disappointed when she turns around. You, you like, let down a whole chorus line. I just kind of awkwardly wave and I'm just like, I'm, I'm dipping. I'm out. Stu, let's go. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> Stu is flabbergasted and ha can say nothing. <laughs> yeah, you've probably never seen a troop of just glorious looking kobolds like that. I mean, are you, are you slightly jealous? Um... Yes, but it's hidden by anger because uh, I I never saw anything so fabulous in my tribe, and I feel like they would probably not treat people the way my tribe treated me. So I'm a little pissed off and jealous, but it's coming out more as awe and anger right now. Nice. Yeah, I mean, um, like what they use for like tribal paint is straight up like metallic paint. With like gold flecks and silver flecks in it, uh, they have like they actually spell out draconic things on them and stitch it into their clothing. You know, some of them have like beautiful and fabulous on them. They all have like positive labels <laughs> on them. Wow. Yep, they are they are glammed out and beautiful, and they are just so sad they don't get to sing anymore. And then you guys leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does follow you to like unlock and lock the door for you guys. And, you know, it's it's that awkward moment where you're like, "Oh, hey, bye." Oh, we're still heading in the same direction. <laughs> uh. 
Toodles. <laughs> Goodbye, Yakutari. I will find you again. Okay. And she just, like, pecks you up on the cheek one last time. She's, like, totally not ready to let you go, but <laughs> she she thinks that you need to be let go for, you know, important reasons. I, I gotta go look after my nephew. And uh, you guys are once again back out in the mar marketplace of the Artisan District. By the spirit stew, let's go find our friends and get out of here soon. <laughs> I just nod. <laughs> That's all we have for tonight, folks. Uh, let's say our goodbyes. This is Sam. I play Stu, the Cobalt Sorcerer, and thank you very much for listening. This is Camille. I play Ray, the Paladin. You can find me on Twitter at CamilleDoesDnd. And I'm Lucy. I play Taz Mockwell, the Tiefling Bard, and you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at BloopBirdDraws. And I'm Amanda, or DM Dystress, and you can find me at Twitter at DM Dystress. This is Chris. You can find me on Twitter at Touch of Tiefling, and I play Flea, the Lizard Folk Fighter. And this is Alex. I play Uncle Krakatur, the Air Genasi Barbarian. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Puddins. And I'm Paul. I'm the DM. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, go to at Swordfall D&D. Uh, we usually do regular posts and updates and all that stuff. Uh, we also have a Facebook, which we regularly update. A Google Plus that we kind of touch. And um, we also have an Anchor page if you just want to listen to these as podcasts. And if you're listening there, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, just going to keep it short and sweet tonight. <laughs> <laughs>